It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Welcome to Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow Bo at Bob Brack. You can follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. So, OTAs, voluntary OTAs start today. Uh, Another round. Patrick Peterson, is he going to show up? We'll talk about it. I mean, I don't see any reason why he would, Bo. I mean... Uh, maybe it's just been several hours since his apology at his at his charity event, the at the beginning of his charity event last Thursday. Um, Kyler Murray touches on Hakeem Butler and how big he is. I'm starting to get excited with the with the rookie picture that came out a couple days ago. We'll talk about that. But first, and listen, um, <clears throat> Bo and I have been on the opposite side of this. We need to talk about this because it's going to go down as the most watched episode in TV history. Just really quick, just really quickly. Bo jumped on the bandwagon, okay? And you know what? That's okay. That's not the part that that uh, ruffles my feathers, as it were. It's the fact that I've watched since episode one twice. I've gone through all of the rigmarole of the crap box episodes that are setting up one great episode a season Two, you know, two out of the out of the however many seasons there are, you just watch a bunch of crap set up this big reveal or big battle or whatever. You didn't do any of that. You just came in. You're like, you know what? I'm here. I'm gonna kind of watch, kind of pick and choose what I like and what I don't like. Maybe Wikipedia some things I don't understand and jump on the bandwagon. I mean, is that is that a fair assessment of your Game of Thrones uh, uh, stance right now? Here's the fairest analogy I can I can say on Locked On Cardinals is I jumped in when the NFL playoffs began. That's what happened. And the best teams in the league didn't make it to the Super Bowl. I was there, and the Super Bowl wasn't that entertaining as well. But I was there. I, I jumped on the bandwagon. I'm not – I am not somebody – but at the same token, I enjoyed the final season all the way up until the final 40 minutes. Bo, but as, as I understand that, and look, you, you can get upset, and this is you're upset at me, and I have, I have, I don't have any feelings towards you people that were there from season one. I know because you one. can't for you guys because you can't wrap your head around it, Bo. You, you know what? You know what happens? Your opinion doesn't matter. I'm sorry, it doesn't matter. You weren't here since day one. Opinions doesn't matter. It's like, oh my it's like, how do you, is- you know, you know what? You are what's wrong with America, Bo Brock. Anyways, here we go. Or what, I'm, what I'm right about America. I have the freedom to jump in whenever I want. I feel like that in some, some ways was the smart way because a lot of people last night after last night are questioning their whole existence because of last night's dud. They're like, what did, what did I just invest in? Sure, they're missing the journey part of it, right? The the journey's the whole experience, and it's not the final payoff. But, you know, I, I don't have that regret. I don't have that remorse. I feel pretty good with my decision to jump in when I did. If I want to go back and watch, maybe I will. Probably not. I don't know. I, I You can be mad at me. You're wasting your time. 
You can be jealous. I, I feel that as envy. You're envious of my decision-making capability. No, it's, it's this is a theme on Lockdown Cardinals. This is pretty much <laughs> that's that's our theme of this podcast. Bo, you took a shortcut to the American dream. I'll leave you with that. You just took a shortcut. You're shortcut millennial, and I don't like it. So Patrick Peterson, let's just start so we can put a moratorium on this. You don't think he's going to show up today, right? We're doing this podcast before the actual you know roll up to the voluntary workouts where guys show up in their their expensive cars and roll in with the media there. You don't think that he's going to show up, correct? I, I, I thought I had read somewhere last week where it was very unlikely that he was going to. As, as we had mentioned, it's, it's voluntary. He's, he's skipped voluntary practices so far all this offseason. I mean, I, we did see him during the first workouts when they were just lifting and exercising. Uh, we saw Patrick Peterson, but that was before the social media drama began. Um, where he's, you know, taking any sign of the Arizona Cardinals out of his social media existence. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think this is something that we saw after the suspension report came out, that this is something that we didn't we expected, that he wasn't going to be a guy that was going to be showing up on voluntary OTAs. Uh, and, and that's fine. I mean, as we said, they're voluntary. Patrick Peterson's put in the work. What is he really going to get? Now, do we really need him there to grasp? Um, Vance Joseph's defense in voluntary OTAs? I don't know. I don't think so. The only reason why I think that he may show, and it, you know, it's an outside chance. It's a Sansa sitting on the Iron Throne chance, which is what I had. Is um, he's he's one for grand gestures, and we've seen this twice now. One in a well, we we this will actually be this would be the fourth one, and not all grand gestures are positive. First one says, get me out of here. That's a pretty grand gesture. The second one was saying, hey, I love you guys on the 16th uh, hole at the Waste Management Open, immediately proceeding. And then, to a lesser degree, the grand gesture of speaking to the media in any sort of capacity at his charity event last week, which surprised a lot of people. It didn't surprise people that he wasn't going to do any one-on-ones. But the fact that he came out and gave somewhat of an unscripted apology for getting popped for PEDs was a grand was a grand gesture not uh, you know all the same this would be another one like yo I'm here I made a mistake I'm here it's like Le'Veon Bell and o- OBJ to a certain degree not showing up for voluntary workouts when they're on new teams it's like you show right. up you show up this is what you do you're one of the best players if not the best player you show up damn it and Patrick Peterson if he wants to show people that he wants to be in Arizona Cardinal, you show up today, right? I disagree. I disagree. I, I don't think it's necessary. I think a lot of people kind of get uh, lost in the idea that uh, a good soldier needs to show up to all these events. Where I mean, Tom Brady sometimes misses these things. It's it's not that important. I'm not concerned that Patrick Peterson is going to be behind the curve uh, the curve by the time he gets to preseason training camp because. He goes to minicamp, but he doesn't attend OTAs. I mean, this 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 is a guy. He's been in the league eight years. It's 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 not important. It's he needs to he needs to refocus absolutely. But that refocusing doesn't necessarily mean he has to attend every little thing. Sure, that would be nice, right? That would show that he's he truly truly wants to. That that would be him kind of getting down on his knees and pleading 
for people to forgive him, but he doesn't need to do that. I mean, to to for me, like, sure, he made a mistake and he needs to be held accountable. But at the same time, he doesn't have to do things. He doesn't have to go above and beyond, in my opinion, to really reclaim anything that he may have sullied. No, agreed. And that part I completely agree with you with. It, I understand that they're not important, especially for veterans. I get all of right. that. But the first day, it's like, a, I don't know, a cer- the ceremonial first pitch. It doesn't matter, but the fact that he shows up, shows his face, you want to be a leader of this team still, you show up and say, you know what, I'm not better than you. I made a mistake, and I want to show everybody that I'm here, and I just, you know, I love the Cardinals, and I want to show everybody. Just for a day. Just for an hour. Doesn't even have to work yeah, out. He could show up. I got another side of that, though. I got another side. If, if Patrick Peterson shows up, especially after what just happened, and it's very fresh, what happened with Patrick Peterson in the suspension is he becomes a distraction and he, he takes away from the rookies who are just trying to get acclimated new players that are coming over this team. This is their first OTAs with the Arizona Cardinals uh, players, maybe in their sophomore or third season to where they're really trying to make an impression and learn about uh, Cliff Kingsbury's new system. I think that that's important for maybe Patrick Peterson to stay away so he's less of a distraction. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, uh, you know what? That's that, It's a good point. It's a good point. I, I just I don't know if him showing up or not showing up is going to make it any less or more of a distraction. I mean, it's already there. This is, this is now taking the reins from the Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury experiment to make it look like a diva who says, pay me, <laughs> pay me, pay me, pay me, pay me, pay me. And then gets popped for steroids or popped for performance-enhancing drugs. It's not going to be a good look regardless. I think it would be a nice sugarcoating if he did show up. And if he doesn't, you're right. It's going to be much ado about nothing. On the other side, what is going on with Kyler Murray, who is now being overshadowed by... I think Diva's too too strong of a word. I think this because this is the first blip, the first you know series of blips in his otherwise um, you know just silent-mouthed career. And... Uh, you know, we'll see. We're going to talk about Kyler Murray on the other side. Bo's got something to talk about first. Yeah, absolutely. Patrick Peterson talking about him and PEDs. It's just a natural transition to take a negative stigma about performance-enhancing drugs and flip it to a positive because we want to talk about sex and good sex. You want those PEDs when we're talking about that part of your life. Life. Remember the days when you were always ready to go. Now you can increase your performance, get extra confidence in bed. Listen up, BlueChew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the FDA-approved active ingredients of Viagra Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, even when you're just bummed out because Game of Thrones was a dud. But since they're chewable, they work twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Now, this isn't just for the guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Blue Chew is prescribed online. It ships straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no suspensions from the NFL. Actually, no more. <laughs> nice. They're made in the U.S., and they're since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct. They're cheaper, and they're cheaper than the pharmacy. Let's uh, right now. We've got the special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com. Get your first shipment free. We use the promo code locked on. 
Just pay five dollars in shipping. Again, that's blue chew.com. Promo code locked on. Try it free. Blue Chew is better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring Locked On Cardinals. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow Bo at Bob Brack. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Today's show is brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book your own. Hotels.com. Get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com. Be there. Do that. Get rewarded. So there's still a 5'10 quarterback in Arizona. His name is Kyler Murray. Uh, I'm getting more and more excited, Bo. So, okay, so full disclosure, and I've said this before with, and I think Bo mirrored this when we were talking about before the draft that Nick Bosa was the right choice. Nick Bosa was the right choice. He's going to help the team... um, Immediately, it's not going to be as much of a project because he's, you know, proof positive, great edge rusher, and warranted the number one overall pick. If you know, it, it, up there. But Kyler Murray would be way more exciting of a draft pick because either way, our jobs are going to be awesome. Either he's going to be awesome and it's going to be great, or it's going to be a dumpster fire and it's going to be great. I mean, we we win no matter what, and that's a selfish approach. So we kind of put it in the background. But now that we see him wearing number one for the Arizona Cardinals, you see him standing next to Akeem Butler, who's like 12 feet tall, and Andy Isabella, who's shorter than all than the other two. We could be looking at the future of a franchise that needs a spark more than anything. I mean, it's... I'm just excited, and it's... You should be. It, it, this is full fanboy time. I'm not a diehard fan of the Cardinals by any stretch, and I think that's why... Bo and I can be just so subjective about things and not apologetic and not sugarcoat things where there's no room to be positive. But I am excited. This is going to be so fun to watch. And, uh, yeah, when I saw him and Akeem Butler and Andy Isabella in Jersey, I'm like, oh, it's real. Yeah, absolutely. You have a lot to look forward to as far as the trio of rookies. I mean, the, the skill sets that they bring as far as Andy Isabella, undersized, sure, 5'9", but he's got the ability as a burner to take the top off the defense. And Steve Kime has limited success as far as drafting wide receivers from small schools, but he does have sample size of John Brown and J.J. Nelson earlier in his Cardinals tenure of being big play threats. And Andy Isabella fits that mold. And then Hakeem Butler, as you mentioned, the but six foot six, just a freak of nature as far as his athleticism. That's a guy that's going to be a big play receiver for this Arizona Cardinals team. If if he if if their games and this is a big if if their games can translate to the NFL level, I mean, Isabella's come out of UMass. Butler is a guy that his stock fell in the draft because of drops from Iowa State. He played in the Big Twelve, and then you've got Kyler Murray seeing whether or not his Heisman Trophy award-winning game translates to the NFL level, much like the last few Heisman Trophy winners have translated to the NFL level in uh, Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson. We'll see what happens. Will, will 
Murray be kind of a hybrid between Lamar and Baker Mayfield? That'd be interesting to see. But as as you kind of mentioned, it's just exciting. I mean, you haven't been excited about this Cardinals offense since coming off the 2015 season in the 2016 season where, you know, David Johnson had 20 rushing touchdowns in 2016. And then you had, uh, of course, Carson Palmer throw 35 touchdowns in the 2015 campaign. Oh, Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, I'm just daydreaming now. You know, it's like what the opportunity. And listen, I want all this to work. I would love to see Kyler Murray just flip the script, Steph Curry style, on the whole NFL. And again, it's you're, you're right. You got your you got your outside guy. You got your inside guy. Guys that have shown supreme success at the college level, and both of which may have dropped a little bit lower than than what you know draft prognosticators had them uh, set in at with regard to draft position. So, uh, you know what? We'll see what happens. But uh, today's show is also brought to you by Untuck It. So, dads come in all shapes and sizes, and so should their shirts. Like, tall, short, slim, relaxed. Ever wonder why your father's button-ups look so long and baggy at the end of the day? I mean, I have this problem. Untuck It is the greatest thing. It can be hard for guys to pull off a casual, untucked look that isn't sloppy, and that's where Untuck It comes in. Untuck It is a solution that fits just right. So their shirts are specifically designed to look great untucked and feel comfortable at work or on the weekend. No tucking or tailoring required. Go to untuckit.com, promo code NFL, to get 20% off. On the other side, we'll talk about this a little bit more with Kyler Murray and the offensive line. This is something that whenever we put stuff out on Twitter about how great the draft was, what about the offensive line? What about the offensive line? I'll tell people again why it's not as big of a worry as it looks like on paper right now. That's next, Locked On Cardinals. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back, Locked On Cardinals. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Grip6, where their goal is to literally make the best belt that's ever been made. Grip 6 is easy, thoughtful gifts for dads, brothers, husbands, uncles, grandpas, and even moms and wives. you got to see our women's collection. Ultra lightweight with no holes, no flaps, and it carries a low profile with the buckle laying flat against the waist. No bulky belt for you, making the belt super comfortable. Grip 6 is the only belt with no holes, no flap, no bulk. Grip 6 has a special offer for you at grip6.com slash lock. 
That's L-O-C-K-E, lock, grip6.com, lock. We'll get you a special offer at Grip6. We welcome Grip6 on board, Locked On Podcast Network, growing bigger and bigger every month. It's a beautiful thing. It's really it's really exciting to be a part of since I've been doing this for over two years now, and seeing the growth, seeing the listenership grow, uh, we really appreciate everything. You know, I may come off as a hard-ass a lot of times and negative, and I, I do appreciate everybody that, um, that listens and gives us feedback one way or the other. Having Bo on board makes it even more fun. So we really appreciate Grip6, etc. Hotels.com, Blue Chew, everybody that, that sponsors the podcast. We really appreciate it. So I've said that Kyler Murray and his legs is the best offensive lineman that the Arizona Cardinals have. And I know it's playing with a double-edged sword. It's playing with fire. It's playing with needle, I guess. As it were, that may be the last Game of Thrones reference we make on this show. Uh, <laughs> uh, it wasn't the greatest one. But Kyler Murray's ability to be Speedy Gonzalez in the backfield is something that will help the offensive line look better. Uh, it may uh, put him into more danger, which would actually be counterproductive to having you know, a good offensive line if your best offensive lineman is your legs. I understand the convoluted nature of what I'm saying, but it's still... It makes sense that his ability to be elusive in the pocket, to use the cliche, will help this offensive line not have to do as much, at least as currently constructed, right? I mean, that's – yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, his ability to get rid of the football in a quick fashion, that's also going to help. You know, I don't know if it's going to happen right when he hits the scene as far as game one of the season against Detroit Lions. Is he going to be able to get rid of the football because of the – and of the speed of an NFL defense, that I, I don't know that, but it should be it should be an upgrade, I guess, as far as the offense that's being employed by a guy like Cliff Kingsbury, and then how Kyler Murray can either a get the ball out quick or b make a play with his legs. That should be huge for this this offense. Yeah, and we'll see. I mean, this is DJ Humphrey's last chance. AQ Shipley is coming back for all intents and purposes healthy on a one-year deal. I don't know if they're going to move Mason Cole to guard or if he's going to play backup center. Um, bringing in Marcus Gilbert. You know, so they have, you know, Justin Pugh on the right. It just, we don't know. But what we do know is health has been a major concern, obviously, over the last half decade, half decade for this offensive line. And every, imagine being 300 pounds and having your legs crunched every time the ball is snapped. Okay, so it's not like it's, it's, difficult to get injured as an offensive lineman. Some people just get luckier than others. And moving forward with those, you know, those names that have been around now for at least a year that have worked together in some capacity with the other offensive linemen, it can't get worse, Bo. Right? You would think you would think it can't get worse, but there 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 is proof in the Cleveland Browns that things can get worse from a one win season and you can actually go 0 and sixteen, but that seems to be the exception, right? But the NFL does want its bad teams to improve. When we look at what this team has done in the offseason as far as the offensive line, they get A.Q. Shipley back from knee surgery. Does he play center? Is he going to be the starting center going forward? Or does he kind of go across the offensive line as a plug-and-play guy? Does Mason Cole become a plug-and-play guy? Or does he keep the center position? But you have options. And then, unlike last year, where you have options across the line, a guy like J.R. Sweezy, I think he gives you a lot of options as well, where he's a Swiss Army knife. He can play multiple positions. He's played winning football his entire career for the Seattle Seahawks. I think that's an automatic upgrade 
over a guy like Mikey Potty. And then Marcus Gilbert's kind of a wild card. If he turns out to be anything, I think that's just icing on the cake. And then, as you mentioned, D.J. Humphreys, I mean, he's for himself, for his NFL career, this is a guy that has to have a solid season and stay on the field for his NFL career to last much longer than beyond the 2019, potentially 2020 season. I, I, I just kind of think that offensive lines are like, a lot like Major League Baseball bullpens in the sense that it's a crapshoot. I mean, it, it's going to be completely based on if you're going to have uh, guys have career years, if your manager or, your, in this case, your head coach or, deep, or your offensive coach, uh, line coach can play the right cards here. And just the health, overall health is going to be key for any offensive line. And it's usually the healthiest offensive line in the NFL are the most successful in keeping their quarterback upright. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, agreed. I mean, I, I just don't – with them staying healthy, hopefully, you know, the other addition to this team that hasn't, you know, that hasn't been filled slots – over the last couple of seasons, is an underneath guy that's not named Larry Fitzgerald. I mean, Christian Kirk's a burner. J.J. Nelson had no hands. Jerron Brown uh, wasn't great as uh, as Bruce Arians thought he was. And then John Brown was a burner, too. So Andy Isabella, who can kind of get in, in the holes of zone defense, is something that the Cardinals have been lacking from a guy not named Larry Fitzgerald. So if you need short routes, getting the ball out quick, that helps the offensive line. You have a dynamic running back who's kind of been, you know, left for dead over the last couple seasons, and most of the with injury and then uh, with just a, a putrid de- with a putrid offense. You have a guy that can flank out short routes, intermediate routes. You have a Keem Butler who is a big dude. He's a big dude on the outside that Kyler Murray can get the ball out quick to throw it up high, and he's got the hands to bring down passes in his catch radius better than a lot of young. Uh, a young receiver just because of how big he is. His catch radius is bigger, so even if he doesn't have the best hands in the world, he has the percentage that shorter guys don't have, so that helps with a young quarterback. So all of those things offensively will help an offensive line even if there are holes. And that's something that when you go back to the draft, there are there were so many needs that were filled and not just for depth, not just for depth, for actual immediate impact, they're close to it. Bring in Max Williams' tight end. Bring in Charles Clay' tight end. You have guys that have played in the NFL and have won games and have been impactful guys that will help an offensive line do their job better because the ball can get out quicker, which allows them you know, to not have to hold off their man as long. I just don't I, – I, I just hope that it'll all come together. You know, we're, yeah, I mean, we're offense, yearning for it. There's just way more depth across the board, and there's there's a lot more athleticism. Younger players, sure, there's going to be a learning curve, but, man, is it? it's a lot better look than it did at this point last year with Greg Little and Bryce Butler and the tight end group that they had before. You were relying a lot on a guy like Ricky Seals-Jones who went from practice squad to a couple flashes the previous season, and he really didn't do much. I mean, the expectations were too high for for him, and then Jermaine Gresham was a disaster. So your weapons, I, I feel, are an absolute upgrade after this offseason. Yeah, man. And that's – listen, <laughs> we speak obvious truths here, and that's one of them. I mean, you can tell that barring any sort of injury, these guys are going to be impact guys, and not because 
they're going to be pro bowlers, but because that's where the Cardinals' offense is. That's where it is. Is it Trent Sherfield or is it Akeem Butler? You know, I mean, it's just, we don't know. Hopefully Trent Sherfield will make the team because here's the thing. That's the only dude that made any sort of impact down the stretch last year. He was like Josh Jackson the last 15 games of any NBA season. When they're 50 games under 500, the dude balls out. And that's what Trent Sherfield showed. He showed that he could at least play at the NFL level, regardless of if, how far out of playoff contention the Cardinals were. That's fair to say, right? So that's another guy that you can add to the shuffle for maybe a potential impact player next year. No doubt. No doubt. I mean, it's just way better depth at that wide receiver position than they were in 2018. It's not even close. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, we'll check you guys tomorrow. We'll see if Patrick Peterson shows up. And again, kind of a fluid, much ado about nothing situation. But if he were to show up, it'll be a way bigger deal than if he doesn't show up. Because as Bo said correctly, it's not really that big of a deal for pro bowlers, veterans for uh, the first day of voluntary OTAs. Alex Lancy Bobrock, we'll check you guys tomorrow. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.